Hi, it's Kevin Lobates here, and in today's video, I want to talk about centralization and its antonyms or opposites. And the interesting thing about the word centralization or centralized is that it has two opposites there's decentralization and there's distributedness, and they have different meanings. So if we look at distributed first, that means that it's located in many different places, as opposed to being centralized in one single place. Whereas when you look at decentralized, you're talking about control. So you're saying that there isn't one particular entity in control of everything. Instead, there's a number of entities that control what is going on. And so you can see that these are two subtle but distinct differences. And the fact is that something can be distributed but still centralized. For example, Google has many different sites uh, where they store their data, many different databases. Some of them are duplicates of each other, and they do this for a number of reasons. They go for a distributed solution to reduce latency so that if you make a request, it goes to the nearest data center and you get your response quicker. And they also do it for backup purposes, so that if a data center goes down, there's another one that has a copy of, or a number of them that have a copy of the data that is required, and the service can still keep running. But the fact remains that Google is a company and it is centralized. It is in control of all these services. And although you may on a day-to-day -day basis feel like you're in control, the fact remains that at any point they can take a dislike to you and bar you from using their services because they are in control. It is a centralized system. And this is why when it comes to discussions in the blockchain space about how decentralized or centralized is this project or that project, I prefer to use the term censorship resistant. And I have to add here that this is not something that I came up with. I first came across it in an interview with Richard Gendel Brown. Um, I think he's still the CTO at R3. And, but he made the observation that ultimately blockchains are about censorship resistance and it's a very useful tool to use to examine such systems. So what do I mean by censorship resistant? Well the answer there is that a system is censorship resistant if you can undertake an action or submit a transaction and have it accepted without anybody else being able to block you. And Fundamentally, that is what systems like Bitcoin do. The system is distributed and it is decentralized. And as such, you can join it and you can start submitting transactions. And the system is set up in such a way that the people maintaining it are incentivized to include any transaction that comes along, as long as it's a valid transaction. Whereas if you look at a traditional banking system, you'll see that it is not censorship resistant. Once you have put your money in a bank account, you no longer uh, possess it. Legally, you still own it, but you no longer possess it. And as a result, you are at the whim of the bank as to whether or not you can spend it. This can sometimes be useful. It is actually nice on occasions that banks can censor transactions. For example, when they determine that your credentials to spend your money have been stolen, an example of that might be that you are living in Finland and suddenly there are ATM withdrawal requests at a location in Egypt, then the bank might step in and say, hey, 
we're not going to allow that cash to be withdrawn because we don't think it's you. But it can also be disadvantageous when a bank decides that they don't want you to use your money to buy things that they don't want you to buy. And we saw examples of this in the US a while back where banks did not allow their customers to buy cryptocurrency with their own money. So I think I'll wrap it up here, but uh, just keep in mind when you're talking about how decentralized a system is, the best question to ask is how censorship resistant is it? How much control do various parties out there have directly or indirectly over the actions that you as an individual want to take? And if the answer is they have a lot of control over that, then you're looking at a system that is not so decentralized. I'll uh, see you in the next video soon. Bye for now.